and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is our episode 48, The Thing. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien. Twelve men have just discovered something. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live. Inside. Where no one can see it. Or hear it. Or feel it. I know I'm human. Some of you are still human. This thing doesn't want to show itself. It wants to hide inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to. But it's vulnerable out in the open. If it takes us over, then it has no more enemies. Nobody left to kill it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Right, this week we have episode 48, The Thing. Now, has anyone been up to anything interesting this week or is it the same old? So we got Jess and Larry with us. Hello. Right, guys? Hello. Yeah. I'm looking at a camera today. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything interesting, Jess? Back to work. Yes. Yeah. So that was Are fun. you happy though? Is it good to be back? It's good to be back. But um, yeah, it's been quiet. So I served about eight people today. I just kind of sat staring wow. at the floor for most of the day. But yeah. But you get paid. That's, that's the main yeah, thing. It's good to be it. back at it. Some kind of normality. Mm, I think a lot definitely. of people are still avoiding the shops. Yeah. Monday unless, was really busy. I've yeah, seen the queue. The, supermarket. the queue outside Primark, as I walked past, I was like, no, I'm not going to even try and go in there for a long time. It was ridiculous. There's a lot of people queuing for Primark. Yeah, loads. And then as I came up the road when I was coming home, the queues to get into the pubs are huge. Really? So, I don't know when I'm going to go to the pub, but not for a while, I guess. No, no. That seems crazy. How about you, Larry? Still- uh, ma- yeah, mainly just watching stuff. I'm still doing a bit of filming with miniatures. <laughs> so that's going okay. It's going pretty good. I really want to see these miniatures. Uh, there is, uh, there's one it's hidden. stop motion. Just stop motion stuff. Uh, not stop motion, more um, pers- uh, I guess like false perspective. So yeah. using like yeah. things close to the camera and having backdrops. There is one hidden. It's like right back there. Yeah, I can. Ki- I can go grab it for- <laughs> if you want. I can. I can grab it. Yeah, really quick. yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> this, you know, this could go out as a video. We hope so. Oh, and he's got the Captain America shield. Oh, what the hell? nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just watched Thor's that. Hammer. There's Thor's hammer. There. Nice. Oh, okay. So, like, using small miniatures and false perspective. So, like, it is really just put together. Um, this is a slightly older model um, of a house that I've got. So, this is actually, like, a Barclays Limited Bank one. But nice. It's just like, like using... hereditary. Kind, kind of, yeah. But trying to trying to make it f- yeah. seem real. So when you see this on the screen, it'll yeah. be shot hopefully in a certain way where it will appear at, le- at least like real from like certain angles. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, people could watch it and be like, "Wow, that is fake." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I haven't been up to too much. Usual working, watching movies. Same old, really. Mm. Not really talking to anyone other than the kids, but mm. there you go. So let's move on to this episode 48 of The Thing, which was made in 1982. Um, I was even young then. So 
I did discuss the beginning of it. A research team in the and in Antarctica, I can speak, is hunted by shape-shifting alien. So, is this actually, Larry, a remake itself yes, yeah. from the thing from another world? I don't know. You probably want to yeah, discuss yeah. more about it later on, but I know it's from a very old novella. Um, yeah. uh, called. I did write this down as well. So, who goes there? By yeah. John W. Campbell. That's 1938. God, yeah, I this don't know a, the date on the, the novella. That is 19... So that's older than me. Um, so it's directed by John Carpenter um, of Halloween fame, The Fog, Escaping from New York. I think they were the three films leading up to, to The Thing, which is incredible, really, because they're all absolute classics. I love The Fog. It's yeah. so good. Um so it's directed by John Carpenter. Budget fifteen million. This and a box office so it can only get the American figures and it said nineteen million in America. I would have thought that would have made a lot more because I know <laughs> I think my parents saw it at the cinema. Yeah, it didn't do well on its release because it came out the same week as E. T. and a lot of people and reviewers oh. came and went to see E. T. and then went and saw the thing and its reviews um i just like they're they're quite funny to read now but they're basically people saying oh it's gro it's it's grotesque it's violent you know compared to et and i it didn't do very well and it's it, it was only it's in got... time did it become a cult classic of a film do people, people actually really think it. it would have something in common with et i, I think right. a lot of people thought that thought it was going to be a run-of-the-mill sort of maybe not like a on the same themes as et but i think people thought it'd be a lot less um involved because watching it again i've watched this film so many times but watching it again it's it falls very much into like lovecraftian horror like very slow paced it doesn't give you too many answers it's a lot of it is to figure out yourself and i think compared which to is, et which isn't great for me having to figure <laughs> stuff out to be honest but i think i did work most of this one out um it was a very different film to E.T. Yeah, very different. Did I tell you the story? Just on the E.T. thing, right, when I went, because I'm an electrician and I go and test people's properties. Now, a lot of people, no, no, not a lot, but it's been one or two or three that have said, have you been COVID vaccinated and, you know, do you have it? And people get really worried about it. And I went to the, there was one in particular that were asking a lot of questions on the phone. So in the end, they said I could go there. Now, it was on a Saturday morning, and when I arrived, um, I opened. they opened the door for me, said, come on in. And it was like the scene from E.T. with every single area, ceiling, floors, walls, covered in plastic sheets. Now, she said to me, oh, there's a socket there, and she'd cut round the socket so I could do my testing, which was really nice. Now, I thought it'd just be one or two rooms. Oh, no. It was the bathroom. It was the toilet. It was both bedrooms upstairs. Even the beds were covered in plastic wrap. And this, when I walked in there, it would have been much easier for me just to put on a suit, like a, a nuclear kind of fallout suit or something. Do you know what I mean? Like then going in suit. there. But every time you know, I mention ET, I just think of that scene, and it was going in this woman's house. It was absolutely crazy. should put some photos on our Instagram. I've got a couple of photos of this house. It's so incredible. she just covered it because you were coming around. 
Yes, and she was worried about me giving her COVID. Wow. Do you want me to blow your mind with a fact from ET? Go on. Everyone says that the line from ET is ET phone home. It's actually ET home phone, (laughs) which is... It's just that I don't know what it's called, where you remember something different. Home to what phone, it is. yeah. Because oh, I always yeah, thought it's phone yeah. home. Yeah, everyone he, says that. I think he says like it's it's the first time he tries to utter the words. He's like home phone, and then points, and it's like oh, being remembered. Dear. I guess is phone home. Mm. So, do you think it was a bit over the top then? Her covering every single everything. Yeah, and then cutting. It was just I've never ever known that, and it was. It would have been easier for me not to go. And it must have taken hours. Mm. Hours and hours to do. And I was there an hour. Yeah. And I was gone. Anyway, we, we, uh, let's get back to this film. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. What are we thinking, Jess? I'm going to say 80. Mm. Larry? I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. It's 85. Nice. Which was pretty much... That's pretty good. Classic. Mm. Um, now, I know you had loads to say about this, Larry. <laughs> so I, so the only thing I kind of wrote on the film, and I, I know this film very well and I can talk about it, but like, it, were that, was that a wolf at the beginning or Huskies? Uh, Huskies. I think, yeah, it's a Husky. Yeah, I said this. I said this at the start of the film because they obviously were shooting at a Husky. He was lovely as like, well. Yeah, I was like, why are they shooting a husky? And then my brain went, oh, maybe they're hunting a wolf because back then they would quite often use huskies instead of wolves. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe it's supposed to be a wolf. And then obviously as it went on, I was like, oh, okay, it's a husky. But yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was a husky and it was getting chased, but it didn't look that bothered about being shot at. Yeah. So Ooh. I'm not sure on the acting of the husky, to be honest. No, I'm not either. It, it oh, that husky. That, that, that husky like, and the acting has to do later on, though. That's... If you watch the like the making, that it it's so well trained. Like it hits marks. Like the the actual like dog can hit marks on mm. the floor and know how to time it. I was just like, it's mad. <laughs> yeah, mad. But like the acting was not, you know. Mm. Yeah, we can talk about it later. But yeah, I have more we, to go into about dogs later. We love cats and dogs and huskies <laughs> on this show. <laughs> um. So I kind of that that was my only bullet point, and then we can talk about the effects and things. So, what are your thoughts on this, Jess? Really, as a, this is your first watch, mm. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it because I didn't really know what I had absolutely no idea what the thing was about. Um, everyone's always spoken about it, but I had no idea about it really. So when it started, I watched it with my other half, um, and he's seen it before, but he didn't remember much of it because it was a long time ago. He would have seen it. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've got like the spaceship and I was like, Oh, it's a sci-fi. And then he was like, it's not really though. And then he was like, Oh wait, is it? And then he like, couldn't really remember. And the whole time I was like, is this a sci-fi? Is this like, what's happening? I think it is. Um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. That was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. So. I, I loved it. Well, I've got it on Blu-ray and I only just watched the, I don't think it's a remake, is it? But just yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I watched the other thing. Is there a remake? Mm. I'm not sure. A pre- prequel. Prequel. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I enjoy it and I, I watch it every year at least. Um, so you're—I f- know you love it, Larry. Would you say this is your favourite? Yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Um, I've seen this film so many times. The first time I watched it was with my dad, 
when I was very little and I remember it was on the TV yeah. and from the opening with the spacecraft where it whizzes by and then you see the title I didn't think it was a horror so I was there like I had like independence day and sort of thing like that so I was like okay it's going to be one of these type of films yeah and I was so wrong but I loved it I I loved it I I've seen it too many times to the point where <laughs> there's so many theories about it and like I even wrote down like my thoughts on those theories um just like there's, like, there's, there's, a, there's yeah. a lot so so the basic outline of the film for for those people who may not have seen it is there is an alien comes to earth in its spaceship how many thousand years ago was it it's a few anyway it's a long time yeah and it gets fro- very long and it gets frozen in the ice and you know the, the guys exploring the Antarctica come across it. And they dig, do they dig it up, the Norwegians? Yeah. yeah. Is that, that's what the prequel is, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So they dig it up, dig it up, it escapes. And this is where Kev tries to explain stuff. Um, and they, and it can kind of copy you, can't it? It, it, I was a little bit unsure whether it goes, makes its way into you, how how it gets inside you. Does it just penetrate them or? It uses their cells, doesn't it? Or, to yeah. Like or does it them? copy them? Yeah. Yeah. So it makes a copy. Um, yeah. So is there, is there, whams to the person, does it absorb it or? Yeah, it assimilates them. So basically, yeah. like on the computer, when, um, when Blair is watching the the cell like the dog cells it's basically it assimilates them takes them over and then recopies them so in some cases with like bennings where he where he's gets taken over and it's like midway and you can see all like the the, like weird shoes it's like halfway done so it's basically getting towards the end because it's only his hands that haven't been finished yeah whereas like later on it's um different different scenarios and different um stages of it so it's pretty much them trying to work out who's got it who's been is that there's never more than one there is there what in like the film there's there's is there like two things at once yeah 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 so there's two of them there's one point there's three well yeah (laughs) is that because it this is great so does it simulate and then duplicate? Is that um, so? Depending, so it well, depends. It's separate entities in the first. Yeah. Place. So the best example to give, and I guess, can we go into spoilers? Yes. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, definite spoiler alert. Um, one of the best examples to look at with a character of like how did they get assimilated was Blair, because Blair starts off very much um you know he tries to destroy all the communication so it can't leave he tries desperately to stop it and even when he's uh locked away um you know you kind of question to yourself well how who got to him um and when but there's a few and some of these are like theories but blair openly does state it so i think it's in there on purpose but he says it can be transmitted um through means of touch liquids 
um you know even even um resting like i don't know your hand just for a second and then touching your face it can be transmitted through that like, and like covid basically yeah. <laughs> and there's a point there's a point where blair has on his pen or pencil a rubber yeah and he's touching the uh the thing on the table and then if you watch closely he tips the thing to the tip of his lip there and if you then later on when he comes back the thing is grown from that part of the lip so that's why he oh. has the face on the side <laughs> so it's it's little things like that so i'm i'm guessing because there's I, there's been like theories saying that it could have been done through the food because they drop off cans of food to him but i think it's such a small detail to focus on when he does it and then have it later on i think that that's possibly a, an example of like how it spreads um hmm. There's loads of different ways. So, yeah, you're in trouble, really, if you get anywhere near it. Yeah. Pretty much. Unless you're Kurt Russell. Did Kurt Russell have it in the end? Yeah. Santa. It was Santa. Santa. <laughs> as soon as the film started, I was like, oh, it's Santa. Again. Yeah. I always like think Big Trouble in Little China every time. That's great. He is. Um, the Pliskin as well. Snake, yeah, Snake Pliskin and Escape yeah. from New York. Um, yeah, so I haven't got too much more to say, and I know you've got a fair bit. And I, I think the like the the special effects were were amazing compared to what the prequel was. Much much better. Yeah, much much better. My my son was looking at some of that because I watched it with Alex, my twelve year old. He loved it, absolutely loved this film, um, and it, and it is pretty gory. You know, even from the beginning when a mate he's got his face split in half, pretty much looks like he's got two heads at one point. Um, but it's just all so good, and it must have cost so much money and taken so much time to do. Yeah, um, and it, there's and like there's so many good effects in it. There's so so many. did they all? Did they all have it in the end, everyone? Um, not everyone. I actually, I've got because I wasn't here. sure. Right at the end, you got the two of them sat there, haven't you, talking? Mm. And yeah. they kind of—I don't know whether one of them had it, both of them had it, or either neither of them had it. But I wasn't mm. quite sure. See, I was confused because I didn't know if we'd ever actually heard anyone speak when they were the thing. Yeah. Because we see when they're doing the test to see. Who is it? The guy I who like kept wearing text. the headphones, it was yeah. him. But he kind of, he was a character I never even thought about because he just was never really doing much. Like, and that's where it, that's where it lies though in the, in mm. the, what, like, so there's like scenes where he's specifically not there and mm. which leads to the conclusion that he's the one that got to the blood. Because yeah. there's that whole scene with the blood and basically um windows you know the, the guy with the frizzy hair mm. um windows drops the keys when he sees bennings he drops the keys on the floor and the idea is that there's only two people that could have got to the keys on the floor which is norris which is the guy whose chest opens and then mm. eats the arms and then palmer which is the guy with the headphones um and yeah the 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 kind of whole point which i think is so good in that film is there's 
purposely put moments where you're there like well what's this person doing or who's that um like you know you see there's really nice shots where you see people going across the snow like from an angle and you think well who's that and they're all coated up and it kind of adds to the paranoia of what they're feeling and i think that that's why it does work so well in this film is because it makes you feel in the same boat of who is it at what time are they like are they did they get taken uh and even at the ending when you're sat there you kind of are in Kurt Russell's shoes of like, is he? Isn't he? And there's not much mm-hmm. else that can be done though, because obviously it's all <laughs> burnt, burnt up. Yeah, because then I was also like, the guy who, like, just dies, and then chops the guy's arms off. Yeah, he obviously shows that he's in pain at one point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, was he infected from the inside out in that case? Yeah, so it, when it assimilates you, it takes on, it, it's a perfect mimic. So Nor- Norris, the guy whose chest o- opens up, is the first one who gets um, um, turned by the dog, I believe. But John Carpenter shot, you know, like when you see the shadow of the person and the dog walks in, that's mm. none of the cast. And John Carpenter did that on purpose to make sure that no one could go, oh, it's this person who got it first. So it's left a mystery. But yeah, it perfectly copies you. So Norris had heart problems. Mm. And so it copies that without knowing. So it just it just perfectly no thoughts, everything like that. And so when he gets pushed over, it's that thing of it's trying to survive because it knows it's not going to survive. So what's the best next thing it can do is then Mm. it's chest, you know, different parts of it trying to split off. And yeah, I did love the head with the like spider legs. I love that. I thought that was brilliant. And they just turn around and they're like, what the? That's great. So good. It's so good. It's it's such a great film. I love the scene, you know, where they put the dog to bed with the other dogs. Mm. I think that's quite incredible because, like, there's a bit of unease when they let him in. It's the atmosphere. That's that's a scene I have an issue with, right? So (laughs) I grew up with five Siberian Huskies. I know. I know what huskies are like. Okay, you cannot introduce a random dog to a pack, and they, you wouldn't yeah. have just walked in. Which is why I was like, "Oh, do they know something's up?" But then it wasn't until the dog's head split open that they all started growling, and I was like, "Okay, so that's odd." So I'm like, so "Are they he... just chill with this dog walking in and just sitting in their cage?" I don't know. But well, they were just letting it wander around everywhere, weren't I? Yeah, before yeah. yeah. It's because Clark, isn't it? Clark. Yeah, I was um, really surprised that he wasn't infected. I really thought he was. That yeah, he's just me. A, an absolute dog lover, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> Boils down to it. <laughs> yeah. Loves his dogs. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So have we got anything negative to say? Because mm. I haven't at all, really. Uh, uh, I have. I have a small one. But it's not really a negative. Yeah, it's just more of like if I had to pick one thing, I wish um, Fuchs, the guy who the scientist guy with the glasses who comes mm. up with the idea for the test, I wish they would have shown or at least answered the question of what happened to him because to this day it's the one point of the film where I'm like, it doesn't hurt to actually confirm like. No, he he set himself on fire or something to kill. Like they, he's just like burnt to a crisp on the floor, and they come out like, "What happened to him?" And it's like, "Well, <laughs> you know, 
it would be, he's such a pivotal role of coming up with the test and it's almost mm-hmm. just like well we need to get rid of him off screen death and it's it's the only thing everything else in it i think is is perfect well yeah. the test itself was great the when when one of them jumped out my alex jumped i jumped a bit well it was like a blood kind of thing spurts out of it doesn't it like mm-hmm. a, i don't know what was it? it was a bit of pink rubber or something mm, but, it's a fake yeah. hand as well yeah which this, didn't realize. amazing and you're waiting for it for all of them, aren't you? Each time, it's uh, incredible. Um, so, have we got anything else more to say? We're twenty odd minutes in. Um, Fair bit. You've got lots. I, I want to hear some theories and things, Larry, because I, 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 I had a piece. weird theory. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to be part of Larry's theories. No, go for it. Go for it. Well. My theory was that maybe there was like a gas leak and they were all actually just psychotic. Oh. Uh, maybe there was never an actual thing. They just had this crazy idea that something was happening to all of them, so they kept killing each other off. That but sounds then, like Man of Medowl, whatever yeah. it is. It was yeah, just a really random Medowl. thing that popped up, and I was like, is that what's happening? But yeah. Because it, it was so crazy, but I was like, maybe it could be something really absurd like that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does hold. It does hold up. The only bit I'd question is when they find the big spaceship. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, what? what? Yeah. You'd be like just tripping in the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it they did. That. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> maybe they did. Yeah, that was it, really. I've got no theories. It's hard enough for me to actually understand the film. Although you know, I love films to actually have multiple theories about what's going on. I'm just happy mm. with one. <laughs> so, come on, Larry. Well, <laughs> so I'll start with just, like, some interesting bits that I found out about the film. Um, there's a specific point where Kurt Russell throws a stick of dynamite at Palmer when he runs out and he's on fire. Yeah. If you watch closely, um, in the commentary, Kurt Russell was saying how he actually threw something that exploded and he you can watch him if you watch it very closely kurt russell gets forced back so much that he smacks like straight into the wood panel falls and he was like yeah i thought i died at that point it's like the explosion uh, was so big and I'll so have to hot. watch it yeah um watch it again uh yeah an interesting thing that's that i found just in general from watching it is that palmer um, specifically goes for windows a lot. So whenever there's a confrontation, like there's a bit where they say like, oh, you go with windows. And he's like, I ain't going with windows. I'll go with Charles. <laughs> and then there's a bit later on where like, oh, let him in. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you're the first one that want to let him in. And I just noticed that it's very specifically always at him and he's the first person that he goes for when yeah. he gets out of the chair. So it's just interesting to think like, okay, so that Palmer's the thing. And it clear they clearly have their kind of target of who and what they go for. Mm. Um, the fir- <laughs> yeah, this one was quite funny. I was, this is just a, just listen to the commentary um, of John Carpenter talking about it. But the um, the first on screen model, which is that guy in the Norwegian camp who has like he's I think cut his like wrists and it's frozen. Mm. The blood is frozen out. Um, apparently, the model sucked. Apparently, the model looked terrible, quoting words there. Um, and so John Carpenter was like, right, we're going to have to dim these lights and shoot at a certain angle 
And again, when you watch it, you're like, it's not bad. I don't think it looks bad, but apparently so. Um, <laughs> I'll leave that one to the end because I guess it's a question that everyone probably talks about, um, about the ending. But um, yeah. yeah, all the cast and crew were male while they were filming in British Columbia because there were two sets. There was actually out in the snow on all the exteriors and then all the interiors are in a studio. Uh, another like interesting fact was that the Norwegian camp is actually the same camp as the original base, the American base. It's just they filmed they filmed everything at the Norwegian camp last. So all the burnt up, you know, like all the the destroyed buildings is actually just the American camp after the film's finished. Yeah. Um they've just re- just put I think they put an extra building in which is like not even destroyed just to make it look a bit different. Um that dog scene uh when it sits down it's not a real dog it's a fluffy toy dog from like a oh, child's from a child's like toy shop and it's seen for two sh- two shots because um when they were watching it back they said the fur looked terrible but you can <laughs> if you pause it you can tell it's a toy dog and it's just it's just like got button eyes and everything and it's just very funny um yeah there was one real flamethrower and then there was one fake flamethrower and only child child's was mainly the the guy operating it and there's a scene with the dogs where he flamethrowers the whole um the like the inside of it and if you watch like from two shots there's the second the first shot where they're all stood around like kind of heroic before it goes off but in the second shot when he's actually lighting it, you can see all of the cast hidden behind two boxes because the fear was that if he even just turned a bit, the lighter fluid mm. would just go over them. Yeah. Um, which was pretty which was pretty cool. Um so yeah, there's I guess this is my last like little like random point. But um when Charles runs to tell um McCready about the dog, like that um the do- all the other dogs have been shot now, like they've all been taken out by Blair. He hides his um left hand behind um Kurt Russell's uh back and it's because he's wearing a cast um because he really badly injured himself um and he had to get it cast up and so they needed him though to run down and tell this like you know this main bit of dialogue. So they were like oh when you just get to his back you just hide behind like maybe put your <laughs> arm behind so he leans on him very like in a yeah. random way. Um and the the one that I left to last was the the one about Childs at the end because everyone talks about that is is Childs a a um a thing and there's like m- there's so many theories like there's one that says that you can see Kurt Russell's breath but you can't see Childs' breath so that means yeah. like like and, and there's one that says that there's a theory that says and I'm yes sad to say that I have rewatched this to te- to make sure but there was a theory that said that every time you see a thing there's not a glimmer in someone's eye whereas every time you, you see a human there'll be a reflection in the eyes it's not true i can tell you that for a fact <laughs> i got to like one scene where i was like oh okay this this is the first scene that this this theory is applicable to and then the very next scene it just goes out the window so i was like okay right well someone clearly watched that scene and then thought maybe but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that Childs. Me personally, I'd say that Childs probably is a thing. 
only because there's there's a specific point where he leaves the he's wait he's waiting by the doorway he gets told you know if, if Blair comes back by himself just kill him if he's not with us and when he leaves if you look closely all the clothes are different all the jackets and shoes and obviously a main factor yeah. of the thing is that it can't copy clothes mm. so it would have copied him probably ripped through his clothes and then had to have changed so the coats being all different uh, i imagine could be a very big hint but then i guess it could be continuity like it could just be a we need yeah. a shot of the door open put the jacket up kind of thing so yeah but i don't think john carpenter knows actually i think he wrote that ending meant to with the whole point of it being ambiguous because i don't think he ever prepared for um he didn't want any sequels i don't think and obviously it didn't perform well at the box office um but then yeah my last note would be in halloween there's a very nice nod to the thing because it's on the tv um when when they're watching the thing from and and it was it was just quite funny because obviously halloween came before um yeah uh so it was kind of like a a little because he he loves that original film so i imagine that's probably what persuaded him to do it i've never seen it and it's something i need to see Mm. the, the original not sure where you can watch it actually Probably on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say, mm. probably on YouTube. Yeah. Be able to was that 50s, it. wasn't it? 50s, I think. I said that, 1951. They did stuff on that film that you cannot do today. Like, they literally just lit a whole room on fire with actual actors just nearly burning. If you watch it, it's very close. Like, you'd never get away with that now. Yeah. Ever. Which is a shame. Well, because like you could do like more daring stunts, I guess, but Ooh. still probably not that safe. So, um, shall we move on to bonus? Well, have you got more to say, Larry? Because like I'm going to watch it again now. I know you've explained <laughs> a few things. What would it, hey? What, what, one other thing? <laughs> why were they there in Antarctica? What were they? Why were they based there in the first place? They were Any? like a re a research. Like so, they they say, don't they? They say that they're basically they're researching um, ice. I think I think the two scientists are basically trying to. Oh, what's it called? I can't remember the word for it, but yeah, it's basically like studying inside the ice and like bacteria and all that, and yeah. that's why they have that certain equipment. Um, but they get trapped, don't they, by the storm? Um, which is why they can't reach anybody because there's been a storm heading through for the last three days. So they're basically stuck there for essentially, I think in the film, when we, when like, watching it from start to finish, it's like what the course of maybe like a day or two. But I think right. they kind of outline it that the storm's going to last like a, a week through. Yeah, because he says that he hadn't been able to contact anyone for the past two weeks or so. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, it's probably yeah. longer than this. It's, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not. And Norway were there as well, doing their thing. Probably the Brits were there somewhere. Mm. Um, yeah. The Russians. I did. I did like the um, when they go to the um, place that the thing, the thing came from. Um, there was an axe in the door, and then later on, you see Kurt Russell use an axe to break down one of the doors, mm. which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, nice little nod there. You should watch the prequel. You should watch the prequel because the prequel. Not again. I don't rate the prequel 
on the same level as this film. But if you, it, what it does well is connecting the two. So if you oh, watch like the it. prequel, you yeah. can then watch the thing. And like uh, an example would be the axe. They yeah. that's you that's used in the prequel for a certain scene, which I won't spoil. Oh, nice. But then it gets referenced again. So when you see it, you're like, oh, very clever. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just yeah, the like effects. That. The effects good. aren't good in it. Mm. So bonus then. Bonus. Mm. I'm gonna go with an eight. Um it's definitely in my top ten, I think, mm. of all time. Um could go nine. It's like eight, nine, it's up there. It's 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 quality, it's entertaining. I'm still confused, but it's it's entertaining. Special effects are great. It's got Kurt Russell in. What more do you want? Yeah. It, mm. Yeah. I would say eight to nine. So, Jess? I'd give it an eight as well. Yeah? Yeah. Something you'd watch again? Yeah. I do want did to watch it. Again, yeah. Did you buy it or did you rent it? Uh, we, I think we rented it on Prime. Okay. Yeah. You're doing, you're spending some money for this podcast. Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't me. It was my bath. He paid for it. So it's fine. <laughs> it's it's on his account. I've, I've got about. Since I've been doing this podcast, I think I've bought nearly all the films on Blu-ray. So they're building up. Yeah. So it's well over 40 I've got here. But, um, nice. Yeah. It's, I can look at all of them and go, ah, Hereditary or um, Evil Dead. You know, it's, it's, it's nice having the, you know, the remake. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. How about you then, Larry? I'd give it a 10. I love this <laughs> film. Yeah. I, I, I honestly love this film. Like, I... No matter how many times I've seen it, I can I can put it on. Um, even like for the for the like for the podcast, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it twice, and I, it just didn't bother yeah. me to do that. Like there was never a point. Like if you had asked me, oh, wow. can we watch it a third time, I would have gone twist my arm. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The only it's time great. I've ever done that is the triangle. I watched three times, and I still didn't understand what was going on. Well, once was film. enough for me. I love that film. We reviewed John, it twice. Did you, like, wait, did you, did you, did you, with the ending of the film, mm-hmm. did you get, did you like get the roundup? Yeah. So we do it again for the fiftieth. Oh god, we'll do it for a third time. We've done it. Our episode one was me and Stephen talking about triangle. I chose triangle. Uh, my fault. I love it. I oh, yeah, the ending. Great. Like it's great. Yeah, I, I'd love you to explain. We've had so many theories on yeah. how many. Do you want me to explain the ending for you like now? Like it's it, it's quite like <laughs> like that, like a dome, if you want. <laughs> but how many? What was her name again? Okay, I know it's Melissa George because she introduces a podcast sometimes. Yeah. But um, what was her name? And was Jess, it Jess? It, it is Jess. Because I was it, getting I confused because in our group chat, everyone was talking about Jess and killing people and all this other stuff, and I was like, Jess "What one, have I done?" Jess two. Jess I was three. so confused. Yeah. Yes, go on, Larry. So basically, Jess. God, yeah. So Jess basically, like, in her before hopping on the boat. So it's basically like purgatory. So basically, she's being punished for the fact how she. Yeah, yes, yes. She's her. her, It's it's a. um, Oh my goodness, I can't remember the actual Greek Greek mythology for it. But the the idea that it's a perpetuating day that continues and cycles Mm -hmm. on with no escape, no matter how many. um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's she basically. physically abuses her Child. son yeah her son, her son beforehand and the idea is that the few the, the the version of her right so let's imagine there's two versions 
one version is the abuser let's just say for a second the other version is the one that's on the boat and goes through what she, what she does she goes back beforehand kills the <laughs> the self that she believes is wrong but yeah. in doing so um the kid realized you know seeing this tr- kind of traumatic event in the car then overturns the car kills the kid and then she lives out the continuing cycle that she then goes on the boat with her friends as you know that's at the very beginning they say to her like oh god you, you're right you kind of look shell-shocked and she's like it's because it's just happened it's just that you could you could put yeah. that film on repeat and just play it over and over and it would always sink back up to the start um so she's just in a perpetuating like kind of it's, state of mind it was a fascinating film for us we did it for our 25th episode um mm. and i think we might have got a bit more because I've watched so many little documentaries or YouTube videos on it, and I watched the film probably four or five times now in a year mm. um, to try and get my head around what was going on. And I think I do get it. And we got to the bottom that she was might be in some kind of Groundhog Day punishment hell thing for mm. what she had done. But um, yeah, it, it was great. But like after my first watch, you can imagine how confused I was. Mm. you know and then i watched it again and then there was like people's theories and what was going on and i could never work out was there three jesses or four or i think we're trying to count them and that was a whole other thing and it's like there's always three at one time yeah which then references like the triangle yeah um there's her masked there's her getting onto the boat and then there's her after like depending on which version of her survives being the masked killer because one of those one of those versions always beca- like is able to continue on and succeed, so there's always like three. Yeah, um, yeah, it is a confusing film. It's, it's like it, it, it is, but that's the thing. It's a, a lot of people don't like that film, and I do understand why. But I think it's a, um, I think it's really good. Again, it kind of falls into Lovecraftian horror. That kind of element of you, the 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 scarier thing is the unknown, rather than like definitely. You know, um because like the, going back to the thing the the i guess another bit of it, like of of tip it for it is the thing is very much um a a reinterpretation of lovecraft's in the mountains of madness if you if i think haven't i've read, read that, that i think i have yeah. read it yeah yeah it's it's great and they are basically the same story they obviously are not it's not set in the same period and they they don't have the certain technology there's no like aliens from out of space sort of thing but they it does play into that whole you know they find another camp and the camp has been like assimilated and and, yeah, all yeah. That, and then it, it starts to assimilate them uh it's very much the same but it works so well it honestly does work so well i think lovecraft lovecraftian horror is is something that i think will only see more people delve into and i think like robert eggers who does the lighthouse the witch and um ariaster who does midsummer um and hereditary they they both love to use elements like that from those stories yeah. so I, I i am looking forward to seeing what they do next with that sort of genre wow did we do our total bonus for this film no so we i think this might be the best so i'm going eight and a half ish and i really so we've got eight sixteen and a 10, which is 26, is it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we're looking at what? Eight and a half, nine, aren't we? Really? I can't do math. That'd be nine. I think it'd be eight eight and a half to nine bonus, which is, I think, I think it's the number one film. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. So eight point six. Yeah, it's got to be eight point six 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 six. Continue, actually. Yes. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So yeah, I think that's 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 probably the best we've done. So I'm Mm. pleased with that, and I'm glad you enjoyed it, Jess. Yeah, that's good. Jess hasn't watched, although she loves horror. I think I might have said this before, Mm -hmm. but there's many classics Jess hasn't seen. Yes. I can't wait to do Pumpkinhead. I'm so looking forward to that. You know, there's. Um. <laughs> there's so there's so many. What's the what's the film? Do you know Slumber Party Massacre? Yeah. Isn't that really awful? It's the yeah. one with the no. It's a classic. It's the one where he's so, got a, yeah. he's got a drill on a, on the end of a guitar in the second one. Um, I was going to say usually the first ones of a franchise are usually. But they're the actually best remaking ones. it. It's there's a guy. Yeah, they are. They are. I did hear that as well. You know, putting drills in people's heads, girls, mm. basically, at a slumber party. Um, well worth a watch. But, I've yeah, heard they're remaking day, the thing. Which one? I've heard that they're going to remake the thing again, really? again, like, and, uh, but not like not like... a sequel, not a sequel, like a full on just remaking the, the, the film. I just, I just creature. don't want them to, to to do it. I don't want them to touch that film. Like, I know that they'll say, "Oh, but it won't if we remake it. It won't." spoil the the old one but i just think just leave it be like you there's so many other ideas you don't need to well, just remake make, just make an original film mm. yeah yeah that's what we need more of yeah. mm-hmm. remakes the only remake i really really liked was the evil dead yeah that but was it's... because though someone the person who got behind that loved like you can tell the love for it and bruce campbell and sam raimi were involved from the start like look you know have fun with it this is in its own universe stick to the kind of rules and conventions that have set up but have fun with it and if they did that maybe but you just know someone will be like oh we need to get kurt and a kurt russell involved look yeah yeah and it's like no no it's perfect well we're on camera but you know normally i'd have a bump here so let's move on to what we watched this week what have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? Okay. <laughs> Larry, did you watch Violation yet? Yes, I did. I did. Uh... Well, well, there was penises, right? Yes, so... There was. There was an erect. <laughs> there was erect penises. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. So, I. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think to it watch it. So... <laughs> it was um... no. To be fair. To be fair. It was. It was a bit of a shock because I you had obviously told you had obviously told me some themes of the film and yeah. then I knew I, I knew I was expecting penis. All I so, got yeah. was don't watch it. I was like, okay. It's, it is I can understand. the thing is I can I can understand why this film it, it's a very good film. Yeah. It's very good. But I can understand its polarizing thoughts because it 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 relies heavily on a big question, which is did something occur? in the film like did something actually happen the way that it happened and it's a very touchy subject one that i I feel i don't know if i could do justice i was because to me i was kind of thinking god that was brutal what she did but 
did he deserve that? That's what I mean. Like, and did, like, it, and that, that made me feel yeah. a bit funny thinking. Oh, it's weird. I, it it's, is a very weird feeling. You should well, just, you maybe like, watch just, it, Jess. But like, it's there is. Do you, yeah. Okay. Do you mind? Do you mind if it's summarized? Do you mind if it's cool. summarized up, or would that spoil it? Because it is a spoiler technically, but I don't know. Like to give context to maybe people. I don't know. I don't know. What's up to you, Jess? Do you oh, want it spoiled or? I don't really care. Yeah. Um. Fine with me. Okay, so I'll just put it really quickly as spoilers for this film, just because I do think that people should definitely go watch it. It's a very well-made film, and the acting in it is superb. It's amazing. But it, yeah. it very much relies on um, a, a, a tale of two sisters, really, um, and kind of this jealousy, kind of resentment aspect between them. And they both have two different partners and the younger sister's partner and the other sister end up kind of like kissing at first. And then, which leads into then this scene where they, and I will stress like, again. Both very drunk, right? Yeah, they're both very drunk and they're having sex, but the sister is essentially whispering almost like you don't see she's not shouting she's like whispering get off don't do it she doesn't shout get off me at any point no no so it's very and the film gives this perception of like what did happen because from that moment on you know she says like what you did to me and he's very much like what you're talking about like it you know it was consensual and it leaves this very kind of gray area of what happened and what she pres- yeah I'll, I'll leave it there because i don't i think the rest of it yeah, is kind of could... what then would go into spoilers really mm-hmm. um but yeah it, that's because the you know it, you do kind of watch it and feel in this gray area because you're not specifically told mm. it's a again a great film and i think it handles themes and, and issues definitely very well it's just i don't think i'd even i would probably have to give it another rewatch and really have a think about it. But yeah. Good, it's good, on Charlotte good Jess, if you want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll talk about the other one I watched for me. On. There's a few things I've watched this week, but um, and I'll probably destroy this when I say it, okay? So I watched Antibellum. Antibellum? No? Okay. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, I can't give the spoilers though. This is the problem. Can't give the spoilers. Basically, it's about some yes, some black people who were slaves, and it's like in I, I would say eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. um, and they they're being slaved and owned by certain white people who then are very cruel in, in the way they treat them. But there is a massive twist to this film. And, and I don't think it got rated that well. But I'm not going to tell you much more, Harry, if you haven't seen it. Mm, um, I'll just check then. I, I haven't seen it. So I'll um, put it and on it was list. kind of a film that was on my radar for a while. I wouldn't say it's horror. Maybe a little bit. The scenes are quite brutal at part, in, in, in parts. But I think it was on. I think I watched it on Now TV, I think. Um. It was one of the newer ones on there. But yeah, without 
spoiling it for everyone. I won't, I won't tell you what goes on, but it's an interesting film, and the, and the ratings weren't that great, but it does, it's, it's a twisty film, and you know, we like a twist. Mm-hmm. So I, I watched that. Um, I can talk about, so I'll take one more Land of the Dead. I love that. Lots of zombies, Jess. It's nice. George Romero, Romero, mm-hmm. whatever you say it is. Um, have you seen it? Land of the Dead. The zombies start getting a bit more intelligent. That's what kind of comes across in this one. A bit Um, more clever. No, I haven't seen this one. They're evolving. Um, Watch it. It's a great film. Oh, it's on. Oh, cool. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I think there's a couple on there at the moment. Uh, So yeah, Larry. Um, I watched. Uh, what was it called? Bad Times at the El Royale, which I think was on Disney that. Plus. Surprisingly, um, it Who's was really it? good. Who's uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, oh, what's his name? John Hamm. I hope that's his name. Um, Jeff Bridges. Um, the actress from Fifty Shades of Grey. I forget her name. Mm. Never seen the film. Uh, it's it's it was very good. If you like, it was di- written and directed by the same person who did, I believe, Cabin in the Woods. Drew well, Goddard. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's not it's not a horror. It's definitely a thriller, but it does the same thing that Cabin in the Woods does. It starts off one way and says, "Hey, look at this," and then by the like, because I, I I won't lie, I, I was watching it, and for the first ten minutes, I was a little bit like, "Okay, I could easily turn this off." You know, there was it. It sets up a lot to kind of make you go, okay. But I just wasn't doing it. But then halfway through, I think what's so good about the the writer, especially, is that I think he knows the kind of genres that he tackles and goes, well, how can we change it and actually do something different? So it was really surprising. And the ending, like by the end, I was like, that was that was a really solid film. You know, I, I definitely would recommend it. Um, I just literally before the podcast finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes. and that was I've really not watched any yet. so good. So the whole yeah. series, I can I'm so annoyed at the end. Yeah, the beginning scene when that happened, just mm-hmm. that beginning, you know, in in that yeah. warehouse, and that question of like, you don't want to do this, and it's like, yeah, we do. I was just like, yeah. oh, so I was good. Just like, Take yeah. it. <laughs> the end of it, though, just as as it ended, I was like, no, why would you do that? Why would you Is that end the whole it there? Series? Is that yeah. all um, it's one, just... one more to go. Because they, they said this was the mid-season finale in the trailer. That's what they were calling it. And I was a bit like, what? Yeah, Marvel... I don't know what... They did it with WandaVision as well, a little bit, where they they want to basically release more marketing, but they're like... They call it mid-season, and it's like, oh, so this is a break, and mm. then we'll get... see. And it's like, apparently they're like... But then if you if you look on their page, they're like, one more episode to go. The final. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. N- I'm hoping mid-season. the last episode is going to be like longer, maybe. Yeah, I want, I, like, that was another thing that kind of got me with WandaVision was that mm. I thought the final should have been a lot longer because mm. there were bits where I was like, oh, really go into that. Like, yeah, you know, so I'm hoping with this one, I think they will, though, because I, I was really surprised that the episode was an hour. Because I was, I was expecting it to be like fifty minutes, yeah. and 
yeah loading it up i was like oh wow it's actually an hour so i wouldn't put it past them that they might do the last episode as a kind of mini feature film sort mm. of thing like an hour 15 something like that hour 20 yeah minutes. that'd be good i really hope nice. so um did i watch anything else oh uh yeah i watched uh <laughs> i watched police squad i don't know if anyone's yeah love police squad yeah, yeah yeah leslie nielsen yeah watched two two of those because i think me and my dad are thinking of gonna we're gonna watch the naked gun trilogy again because we, we love those films yeah but police squad is is they were on offer on apple the other day that's quite, so quite good cheap. if i can recommend another one another one for you two both to watch just in your spare time it's on um four is it four od is that what it's called now like channel yeah. four it's like if you go on there if you watch dark <laughs> dark place or pa- palace it's dark palace or place but it's got all the members are like, basically from IT crowd and it's an old horror comedy show. Sounds great. So it's going to be really hard to explain this premise to you because it is tricky, but it's a fake book author like it mimicking Stephen King has wrote these books called dark place and they center around a hospital. And the idea is that a channel four has come to him basically and gone, let's make dark place so you're watching a series based on fake books by a fake author so there's two stories going so on sounds so it's confusing like, already uh, <laughs> so it's, it is so good you, you'll from the first episode it makes it very clear because they obviously like go into it way more but at, just trust me you'll, you'll love the first if you love it crowd or like that kind of humor it's it, mixed with horror oh, yeah yeah definitely then yeah you'll you'll definitely love it in that case, then, have either of you watched yet? Because I told you both to watch this ages ago. Truth Seekers. Mm-hmm. No. Y- yes. I, d- I think I mentioned this on a, Just... on one of the podcasts. Because I, I tried to start watching it. Mm-hmm. And then the first three minutes, I was so... C- I didn't know what was happening. Is that I got Peck? really. Oh, my God. I got it's really so good. Okay, I need to. I'll write it down again. It is, is a bit a... confusing. There's a lot going on, but it's so is that the Simon Pegg one or not? Is yeah, that... Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Yeah, I think I watched the first couple, and then I, I haven't got. Yeah, to you the have rest. to like just continue because I watched it and like you know what I'm like I binge yeah. something in a couple of days, but yeah, it was very good. Yeah, I do you, have to watch. You that. see anything, Jess? Anything um, you want to talk about? Nothing before? new. I, I've apart got from, more. Yeah. yeah, apart from Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, which obviously was brilliant. Um, I rewatched. I was really tired the other night, but just couldn't sleep. And I was like, oh, I want to watch something that I watched before so I don't have to pay 100% attention to. But something that I haven't watched a million times. And then I was like, oh, Ant-Man. I've only seen it once. And I didn't remember it very well. So it was still kind of like watching it, like new, yeah. but not. Uh, so I put that on. Loved it. And then at the end, it said screenplay by Edgar Wright. And I was like, what? It's my favorite director, and I didn't even know that he did Ant Man, so I was very happy. Wow. I was like, well, his original, his original script was so good mm. for it, like his concept, and then he stepped down yeah. from it because Marvel were like, doesn't really fit mm-hmm. with what we're doing. I can understand that, but yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's so good. He's mm-hmm. very, very talented. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I watched. I got a couple of things. I watched Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Have anyone seen that? Yeah. 
Uh, so no, I haven't to, seen it, but I've heard um, of it. They go to Jerusalem. Basically, there's a... Oh, I can't remember how many there are. Two girls, I think. Go to Jerusalem. Not sure why they go there. A bit of a holiday. Um, and there, it's like a found footage thing, a lot of it. Um, and they go to Jerusalem, and some of the people start growing wings, and they're quite demonic, demonic and killing people. And this happens throughout, and it's like the army are there and all sorts. Anyway, it's, it's absolutely mad. So if you see, get a chance to watch it. It's interesting. Honestly, oh, it's wow. quite interesting. Like demonic winged beasts coming out of humans. Jerusalem. But the Jerusalem's got a Z okay. instead of the oh. S. Yeah? Yeah. Well, worth a watch. Um, restarted Idiot Abroad. Cause I wanted a bit of a laugh, so I've been going through That's them. Episode. I'm on episode three now of uh, series one. And I bought myself The Monsters. So coming back to the front for you guys. Anyway, it's big, it's huge. There's 70 odd episodes. So I started episode one last night, and it is as funny as I remember. First ones are in black and white. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Now, Next week I'll talk about there's a film I've been watching. It's a bit like the uh, bit like The Exorcist. I've got the Arrow streaming service, which I had before, but they stopped doing it on Apple. But I've had to get it like on its own now, on its own streaming. And it's so much stuff on there. Larry, you'd love it. Five or a month. I think they give you a free month as well. Um, mm. There is tons of stuff on there. But uh, there's a film on it, a bit like The Exorcist with P. Green soup coming out of this lady's mouth and everything else when it's it's brilliant something beyond i think it's cool but i'll talk about it next week beyond the gate that's it i've seen that film beyond the, the gate board, absolutely the board, the board gate the board game one it's, like they have a the d the dvd um, is it that one no it's got beyond the gate i think it's night i think it's beyond the gate it's 1973 oh She's, no, okay yeah she, the girl in it as well is also packing in her little suitcase, the actual cans of soup, pea soup that he used in The Exorcist to make the... It's, it's a <laughs> bit of a... It's a funny one, honestly. But, um, yeah, interesting movie, to say the least. But I haven't quite finished it. I ran out of time yesterday. But that Arrow streaming service is amazing. Well worth a five. If you like the old stuff, it's 70s, 80s, 90s. That's how they break it down. So it's good. Um mm. So next week, we are going to be watching, this is Jess Pick, and An American Werewolf in London, which is, is that an 80s film? I think it's an 80s film, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll be watching that, which is a first for you. Yes. Probably a tenth for me. Probably the same for you, Larry. I have a poster of it. I have a poster of it on my wall. Oh wow! Right there. <laughs> Actually, I'll, 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 I'll show you where it comes yeah, yeah, really yeah. quick, because it's only here. Nice. That is nice. I'm going to have to buy it now in the week. (laughs) It's on... um, Who's that by? Is that Arrow? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Actually, hold on. I've got the other one here next to it. Please don't everything fall. There we go. Yeah, I got two of them picked up together. So, Robocop. No, that's Arrow, isn't it? Is that a new one? Yeah, both of them Arrow. So, shuffle stuff like uh, Arrow. Very nice. (laughs) Very yeah, nice. They come with like, they come with, like, po- like special like books and posters about the film. 
Were they expensive? Uh, no, they weren't too expensive. I think, I think American Wealth in London was a little bit more expensive than was that Robocop. Quid, probably. <laughs> Robocop, I don't think was like. I think it was under twenty quid. I think yeah. it was like sixteen ninety nine, and I think American Werewolf was about nineteen ninety nine. That's. It's all right for something like that. Yeah. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Bones Horror Podcast. What else have we got? Instagram, <laughs> which is Jess's thing, Bones Horror Pod. I did well this week, didn't it? Yeah, I did, yeah. Bones did. Horror Pod. If you want to email us? It's the Bones Horror Pod at gmail.com. We need the reviews. We had one more this week, so that's good. Yes. Thank you very much. Because um, we're getting listeners now from Portugal and India and America and Sweden and Norway and places. We had a really good week, actually. Probably our best week for months and months and months. So please Amazing. give us a review. <laughs> or And um, we've got episode 50 coming up soon. Yes. So we've got to come up for something, you know. With something, but we're, we'll say a bit more next week about that. Maybe you got some questions for us. Who knows? Mm. Um, so we'll be back next week with episode 48, An American Werewolf in London. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>